Uh-oh, it's been two weeks since I've done an episode and I screwed it up. How's everybody doing? Episode 145 of Fight League Atlantic Exposure. Uh, this episode sponsored by your good friends Conway Customs, uh, graphics, vehicle decals, uh, tinting, signage, whatever you need inside or outside. These guys are uh, a big supporter of combat sports in the East Coast, so thank you very much, Scott and his team. Uh, episode one, 145, hard to believe, uh, five more till 150, super exciting, just under a year or so we started to go, uh, started this uh, podcast and uh, it's been it's been a lot of fun, um, a lot more wrinkles in the last year or so, but uh, we continue to push forward, so really excited about this guest to have on, he's a guy that I've kind of grown to know a little bit behind the scenes in the last year or so, uh, super supportive of combat sports, uh he's kind of had an interesting go here with a fight canceled uh i want to talk to him a little bit about that and and kind of how he he got forward uh he's big into personal training he's, he's now just opening his own gym called aussie fit uh he has he's kind of been running it a little bit uh uh in a different location but now he's kind of got branched out onto his own and uh yeah anyway let's chat to him about that and kind of why you got into combat sports and all that kind of fun stuff. So without further ado, Mr. Alex Thompson out of 374 MMA. How are you, sir? Morning. Good. How are you? Oh, not too bad, man. Thanks again for uh, jumping on, buddy. No, not a problem. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course, man. Of course. It's, uh, again, like I said, behind the scenes, we've kind of been chatting a little bit. You've been a big supporter of yep. us. Uh, and, uh, you know, we're, we're going to support you right back. And I, I love seeing kind of people like yourself kind of branch out and just go get it and do things. And especially in this kind of time, man, like it, we, we all, we can yep. all get caught up in the negative. And anyway, let's, let's get started. Uh, first of all, in combat sports, I ask everybody, uh, you know, that does this podcast, how'd you get into this game and, and why? So, uh, originally it was actually, um, uh, through personal training. So I had gone and taken, uh, fitness kickboxing courses, uh, to, cause I was like, Oh, this looks cool. Like I could do this with my clients. It's something that's more like a uh, one-on-one more personable, like rather mm -hmm. than just, okay, like pick the weight up, put it down. Like, all right, great. You did, you did a good job. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and then I had, so I was running like a, a team training session with that at the time. And then I had somebody who had done Muay Thai come in and basically just roast everything that i was doing like this is wrong this is wrong this isn't realistic this sucks like whatever and i was like well okay cool i can be all butthurt about it or i can branch out try to learn a little bit more do what i can you know um so i started googling around started looking for courses um tried to get in touch with a couple of people but ended up doing uh the instructor course at 374 mma so that's how i got started into it started doing that six months course six months into it brad was kind of just like hey do you want to keep training do you want to train to fight like do you want to see where we can go so that's kind of how it's been been, nice. been working on it since then so yeah good man that's awesome how, how old are you alex if you don't mind me asking 22 i'll be uh, i'll be 23 in september man, good so, for you dude yeah that's man impressive. trying trying to get it all accomplished early you know what i mean so well you know it's uh, like uh, i'm 40 now and i i like I didn't always take a lot of great advice from my dad and uh, like, but he was always kind of harping on us. Like, you know, invest, you, you know, invest young, save early, save early, you yeah. know, get these things done early. And and we did a lot of it. And I'll tell you, like, it's a, it's a, it's a huge thing for people who are young and yeah. you can get ahead of it, man. So kudos to you being smart enough to realize that. Um, Thank Australia, you. I got to ask you like, so I don't yeah. know what's your, what's the deal there? Uh, so I, I was born in Australia, born and raised. Uh, I moved here when I was four, 14, almost 15. Um, so I've been here for a while. 
but uh, yeah, so my mom's from Canada, so she moved my family here when uh, when I was in high school, and we've kind of just been, I've been here since, haven't moved back, so uh, graduated school, went to university for a short little while, realized, you know, I wasn't cut mm-hmm. out for it, didn't yeah. really, it didn't really feel like where I was supposed to be, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Moved back and then got a job back at uh, Good Life where I previously worked, but uh, as a trainer instead of front desk. And from there, it's just been scaling up and and seeing what I can do with it. So very cool, man. Yeah, yeah I kind of well, I kind of figured that might be the case, but I wasn't because yeah. I yeah. knew you played rugby here, like in a little bit of yeah. high school at a yeah. pretty high level. So um, I figured at some point, obviously, you moved here. So that's interesting. Where did you go to school at here? I went to Prince Andrew in Dartmouth, Prince Andrew High School. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so graduated 2016. Um, yeah, played all three grades of rugby there, which was pretty sweet. Uh, it was nice to kind of have like the one thing that I've got an edge on, uh, like Canadians with. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So, oh, cool! I'm good at. Yeah. I'm I'm better than you guys at this, so we're gonna <laughs> stick with that, right? So That's awesome. yeah. Cool. Yeah. That, did you play a lot of bat in, in Australia? Oh. I did. Oh, I did. Cool. I played since I was about eight years old, um, right up until I moved and then uh, had like a year or two here where I couldn't play just because of age or whatever. And it wasn't available. Uh, you know, uh, rugby back home is very similar to hockey here in that, you, you know, you start when you can walk. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, and then, then it's huge following, lots of clubs, lots of players. So, yeah. yeah. Did it translate for you like into martial arts? Obviously, like... It, it seems to, you know, I've got my wrestling coach telling me consistently that like, you know, my double leg takedown is like crazy. You know what I mean? And good. like a lot of just like the functional skills with that um, have kind of translated a little bit. Um, getting the technique with it, combining that with everything else that's new is, has been challenging at times, but you mm-hmm. know, you make what you can. Yeah, that's it, man. Well, but learning and growing, that's one big thing about you. And and a lot of like, man, people reach out all the time to us and they're like, you know, there's all these new athletes that you guys always work with. And it's like, but that's what we want. We like, yeah, that's we there's tons of people. The industry's changing, man. Big time. Yeah, the industry's changing. You know, you've gone from, uh, you know, guys are like, okay, cool. I'll have one fight a year or I'll do this one thing a year, train the rest and then recover and, and, you know, up and down with weight. You know, if you look at how, uh, the UFC specifically has had to change what they're doing and how they're doing it because of COVID-19. You know, mm-hmm. you've got guys like Kamza Chamayev, what, three fights in, what was that, two months? Yeah. Something yeah. like that, like 12 weeks, something crazy, right? Like that's that's unheard of. You know, mm-hmm. you got, you've got got training time, you've got recovery time, you know. So the whole industry, even in fitness and what I'm trying to bring to uh, MMA as a whole and my clients is like, okay, so rather than like, you know, let's kill you and then fix you, let's get you working at a rate where you can kind of just stay in the middle the whole time all the time you know what i mean so yeah. big exactly time. exactly I, that's what so. a big thing for me is you know it's like and i, I i've been working on this forever and uh, i find now like it, it's finding the, the amount of times that i can train like some i can usually do like yeah. three to four three to four times a week at the at the very most for me and then my body gets like swollen and because like yeah. you know it's just yeah i've always kind of struggled with that kind of thing but again again like i yeah, started man. doing martial arts late like around like 27 or something like that right so if i kind of had it got into it earlier in my eating habits not saying my eating habits are bad but i still just don't eat the best i should so sean Finn, gotcha. the tough boxer unnecessary damage to fight that's it that's it that's it slip them and rip them mr finnegan talking about fight cancellations uh your last fight you know like a lot of people i talk to you know that's a big thing for us as promoters too it's a a thing that nobody wants to lose a fight fighters promoters fans people who bought tickets the list goes on and on but 
How was that yeah, experience man. for you? So, you know, uh, we had, uh, I'll take you back to, let's say November, October, November of 2019. Uh, we had been in talk, uh, Rad had been in touch with uh, Nova Kickboxing. I had gone uh, to chat with them to like look at opponent arrangements and kind of come up with something for the card that they had that November. Mm-hmm. Um, went, did the medical, got all the stuff done, got licensed. Uh, it worked out. They couldn't get me an opponent at the time that, that would have fit, you know, well with what we were doing. Uh, which was fine, whatever. Uh, then we had, so Elite One reached out to us. They're like, hey, we've got this guy, uh, Tyler Gilka. And yeah, I'm going to call you out, man. Like, I'm still mad about that. <laughs> anyway, you know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm still real mad about that. Anyway, um, we, you know, I, I don't understand how you find out about your fight. You agree to your contract three months before the event. And then you don't show up because you couldn't make weight. You know what I mean? Like that's hella disrespectful. Like after the money, the time, the commitment, yeah. the beatings yeah. that you yeah. put into a fight camp, right? You know, so we found out in November that okay, cool, this is what you're fighting at. Here's your contract, whatever. January, I think it was it was 14th, 15th, somewhere there. The weigh-ins were in Moncton. I drove all the way to Moncton. You know, the whole you know two yeah. hours it is not a huge yeah. deal, but still, but right? Still, like, so, working. Yeah. It's it's client time that I wasn't working, right? So I had to go and I'm like there and I'm super amped, super stoked. Like, yeah, my sure. first fight, like the weigh-ins, I'm pumped, I'm seeing everybody. Like it was a really cool experience that I've never been through before, right? You know? Um, and I get up, I weigh, and then like everyone else weighed and we're just kind of waiting. Like, all right, where's where's my opponent? Where's what's like what's up? Talk to Mike, Mike Williams, the guy running it, and he was like, Yeah, I, no one's heard from me. We don't know what's up. So you know, I was really pissed off because they, they tried to get in contact with them and, you know, it was just, you know, I didn't get a message from anybody about him except from him a week or so later going like, oh, hey, like, you know, it's not cool. You said that stuff. Like, well, dude, it's not cool. You didn't show up. Like, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, it's like, you know, I've been struggling, struggling to get under this. I'm like, well, eat a salad. Like, it's not that hard. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. eat a salad, get in the sauna. Like, man, I dropped from 220 to like 192 and then water cut the rest of the way down and i was good to go Do you know what i mean like i was dieting hard i was training hard mm-hmm. and and I, I just i don't understand it like yeah. why are you going to commit to a fight and i guess it's a lot more common um having talked to some other guys that have fought um that their opponent just no shows it's like yeah it's happened to me like two or three times too i'm like this is ridiculous man like what's where's the penalty there like what's going on like how much of my time am i going to waste on a false promise of a fight, yeah. you know what and I mean? It's a so, lot of time wasted, truthfully, man. Yeah, it's like just yeah. not in, not on the fight and the promoters and everybody's to and, and like it's funny that you say Coaches, that you talk to other people. Stuff, everybody, I yeah. notice it when I'm putting fights together. When we're putting fights together, I can kind of tell when people kind of get a little distant, like yep. they don't respond or they they say they're going to do something and they don't for like a week. So I can, you kind of get that feeling what's kind of happened. And so for us, it's like, we just, we stay on top of it, but that kind of thing, it's almost impossible to stay. How do you stay up on, up on it if they just don't show up? Right. So yeah, that's disappointing to hear, man. And and like for us, like if anyone ever did that to our, like you're never fighting for us, period. Like that's just your, your, your band. It's fair, right? Yeah. I just, yep. No, that's it. To my knowledge, he got like a 12-month combat sport ban, but I'm like, oh, well, that taught him a whole lot because there hasn't been events since that one. Anyway, since your guys' mm. last February, right? Like, like oh, yeah. big punishment. Yeah, you know man. I mean? yeah. Like, a year and a half now. So, 
Yeah, exactly. So anyway, the, the plan was after that one to go into uh, fight uh, another guy with Elite One uh, in April. Um, so we started training, we started prepping, and then everything started to go south with the lockdowns um, in March last year with COVID and everything. I, I got laid off at work. Uh, at the time, I was still a good life. You know, everything shut down. But at the time, I'm looking at the, the news in New Brunswick and they're like, okay, cool. Like, no, no, uh, so far we're still good to go for this event. Like, you know, yeah. we may make changes later on as we need to or whatever. So I'm like, all right, well, I have to get creative and now I've got to train for a fight with no gyms. Like, <laughs> so I was in, uh, at the time, my, my rent, like being renovated basement, I'd hung a heavy bag up. I had some weights. Like I was just trying to do what I could to make sure I was going to hit weight and be in shape. You know what I mean? And then that one got canceled too. And I'm like, oh man. Yeah, that's and one big thing, like, man. Oh. It's frustrating for people, yeah. you know. Like that's a big thing. Like, and for us, we we're big proponents, man. Of like, of everybody getting along, like, yeah. and everybody supporting one another. Like, you know, I have a pretty damn good relationship with a lot of promoters, and the people who don't like me, for the most part, don't like me for certain reasons, and they're stupid. Sometimes, sometimes yeah. they're valid. I'm not. You know, we're not perfect. We make bad decisions too. We're learning. But at the end of the day, it's always going to be about the athletes first. And I think that's like the more opportunity. So if that kind of shit happens, if we're not putting an event, like if, if our event and you don't get a fight, maybe within five weeks later, there's another promotion putting on another fight that you can jump yeah. on. You know what I mean? So yeah, that, exactly. hopefully we can get to that point again, man. Like, you know, that's, that's a plan. Uh, we're going to keep moving forward with our events and, and scheduling as many as we can, but we're more than happy to support anybody like Ryan and Nova kickboxing or ECC. No, I don't know what they're called. ECC combat sports. I think I mean. so. Yeah. Yeah. So but yeah. Then like, honestly, man, at and, this, at this point, it's like, you know, I, <laughs> I've been training hard. I've been through, you know, three or four different fight camps. Um, you know, like I'm, I'm waiting on the payoff. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm, I've been like just there every time and then nope, we're scrapped, you know, um, like I know the, the commission was, you know, screwing with you guys a little bit from what it sounds like, um, you know, with the contracts and stuff like, cool. Oh, great. Like I was chatting with you, like, here's your contract. Here's this, that cool. Yep. Like my, my gym was going to sponsor you guys. Like I was super stoked to like get all this, like ready to go. And then three days later, we're like, Oh, actually, um, <laughs> no, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? And I'm like, Wasted. yeah and it's it's that's time on you guys it's money on you guys it's time on your athletes and their coaches and their gyms you know um it's 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 not great you know what yeah. i mean and at this point it's like you know i don't understand why you know oh, cool the mooseheads can go and have games and people can go watch them now and it's like you know all of that reduced capacity fine whatever but we can't have a combat sport event it's like well hang on this is looking a lot more political than it is about public safety now right so like what's 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 the deal are you guys trying to mess with these guys like yeah you know, i don't it's, know man but if, man. If, it, if it were me in government the last thing i'd want to do is mess with a group of people that know how to fight yeah. <laughs> do you know what i mean well, like that just doesn't they look sense. at it as if that like for them like they what they told us is at the end it's like the safety of all nova scotians and the officials they uh, like the, the commission didn't feel safe so to me it's it's you know i voiced it many times but, but did they even it. come back to you did they even come back to you with like a, okay we don't feel safe but is this what you could do to make us feel safe like that's the thing like you got to give us something to work with you know what i exactly. mean you can't just be like oh yeah no, we don't want to go to the effort here's come on here's guys like opinion. look look at all the effort we've been going to right we could we we even offered like we run a pay-per-view company 
I don't even need the judges in the damn venue. I can make yeah. a Zoom call with all of them sitting on the Zoom call at their house watching the damn fight. And they could literally write the score on the Zoom call. Like, I'm with you, man. There's ways to, if it's 2021, if we can go to fucking Mars, we can figure this out. So yeah. I'm a, yeah. I'm a, I couldn't agree more. But at the end of the day, it's like, it's, you know, you know, it's like, what fighting. It is, man. yeah, it's like fighting, uh, fighting, uh, like I say, it's like fighting the final, the final boss in a video game. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, exactly. Exactly. So I need a cheat code. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's yeah. it. Right. It'd be helpful. Left, left, right. Yeah, left. man. It's, uh, it's getting frustrating. Like at the end of the day, like I'm still training, like I'm, I'm still, you know, kind of prepping in it or whatever, you know, um, just cause that's a lot of a huge part of my fitness sure. right now is, is, you know, getting in that. And a lot of the training I do with my clients is like MMA and Muay Thai based too. So it's like, you know, doing a bit of that. But at the end of the day, like even my clients, like I've got people that have been training with me since I started doing this ages ago. And they're like, mm -hmm. we want to see you fight. Like we want to see, you know, what, what you can do, like what, yeah. what this event's going to be like and actually, you know, support you as an athlete. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's, yeah, everyone's it's, getting it's antsy. Political, man. And at the end of the day, it's, it's, you look at like, uh, like at the end of the day, it's, it's all money. That's how this world works, right? Yeah. Like hockey, if they're, the fact that they're allowed back is based on the fact that the people who own the moose heads have way more money than we do. And the moose yeah. heads bring in more revenue than we do. Like the, you know, the, the women's curling, championships is in alberta right now there's there's an event going on in bc in march two events going on in bc right now and we spoke about this with combat sports lawyers and stuff but for us right now it's just like it's just it's there's more behind the scenes i it's guess rough. Going on. yeah it's yeah, rough yeah. for sure man it is yeah let's uh, talk about something positive here quickly dogs sounds uh, good yeah yeah you, you, yeah, you see that right? there yeah I do. I got uh, actually the first one. So the, the red one, Achilles, he was a, a lockdown puppy. Um, you know, uh, being a personal trainer, like really you don't get paid if you don't work. Right. So for a long, long time, like, you know, I worked at good life for four ish years as a trainer, never once yeah. took vacation because I'm, I'm always working. Now that being said, like I enjoyed my work or whatever. Right. But yeah. I never had, I wanted a dog on my own for a long time in Australia. I grew up like, man, like Huskies are so beautiful, you know, um, kind of cruel to have them in Australia. It's, it's too hot. Do you know too what I mean? Hot. So now that I live here, I'm like, great. Like, and at the time I'm off work indefinitely, I'm like, okay, I have like, you know, the next 12 weeks to train a puppy to be okay. Like if I go back to work and what that looks like, that sort of stuff. Right. Anyway. Uh, and then, yeah. So moved into a new spot, um, living. And then I was like, okay, like I can get a second one right now. Like I've got the time I'm running my own business now. I don't have to worry as much about working. Like if I need to take time off, I can take time off. Mm -hmm. um yeah and then the best part about my new gym spot that i'm moving into this weekend is i'm gonna have the dogs with me at work every day so it's a dog friendly building and it's my space so they're you know they're like yeah if you want to have them in there have them in there right so you know how many people can say they train at a gym that has a husky puppy you know what i mean so <laughs> zero yeah. probably at this moment yeah, yeah like yeah. The best co-workers so, you can all get. my clients uh everyone's pretty stoked about that so it should be good and, you know, like a lot of people when I, when I was like, yeah, I'm going to get a Husky. They're like, oh, well, they're super active. You could be okay. I'm like, I run all the time. Like I <laughs> take him with me. I take him with me on runs. That's all over my Instagram stories all the time. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like training MMA dogs. Like that's it. Like yeah, clients you're... and work and dogs. Right. So, but yeah, so it, it works out. I'm looking forward to when the other one's a little bit bigger and I can take the two of them out running at the same time. Like that'd be good. So. But yeah, so that's where a lot of my extra time goes, man, is if I'm not here on the mats after work, then I'm with the dogs. 
so well let's say it's i love watching your stories man they're super cute dogs and uh they really seem to get along well they do they do yeah two different personalities and one of them's a little bit older right but they're they're just they're rowdy they're playing with each other all the time they love running around the snow with each other like it's you know it's funny best buddies man best buddies well that's a good segue yeah. into uh something i want to talk to you too about is uh the club at 374 um rad yep. and the crew there like uh how's everybody there obviously it's pretty busy there quite a bit and you seem like you got a good group yeah. of people it's pretty busy uh we had for a while there we were doing um like competition specific classes uh kind of like invite only like the guys who are like training to compete yeah. um which was it was really good for team building and for even just like getting the skills in that we needed and nice. you know like that harder like workout right do you know what i mean um but yeah it's like a good culture like everyone's always trying to help each other out you know it's uh you know the intensity is like consistently there you know and if it's not then you're gonna get yelled at you know what i mean like it's 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 a pretty good positive like hey i'm yeah. gonna hit you with dick if you don't like you know. <laughs> yeah. so Very yeah awesome. like you know what i mean like it's you know you well, that's good shit. Around, right? so yeah no it's it's good i i've really enjoyed being here and uh i look forward to being able to continue coming here it's pretty good Good, good. Yeah, he's uh, he's been doing it for quite a long time too, man. A very talented guy, and he's been at uh, lots of our events too and stuff. So I'm I'm glad to have because we kind of lost touch there for probably a year or two, and uh, we kind of in the probably the last month or two we've had some really really good positive conversations, and it, and it's good to good. Kind of have him back in the mix. Um, I love Rad, so I'm I'm happy to have uh, three seven four. Back you, you always you always need someone who's willing to challenge everything, right? Like for the right yeah. reasons. Mm -hmm. And I find that that's that's something he's really good for. Like you know, okay, like okay, this is what it's up. Or well, why? Like what's yeah. no, it's, know, it's like, good why, to question you know I mean? things. Yeah. So, like yeah. you know, like I question everything as uh, good or bad. You know, so, some it might not be the healthiest thing, but at the end of the day, it's. Uh, someone gave me good advice uh, a lawyer gave me good advice one time and he said on you know he he saw a lot of bad things in life and he said you know what everybody's an asshole until they prove me wrong and yeah. it's just it's and that's not i look at life that way but it's you know when you're in business it's you gotta kind of protect some certain things right so uh exactly. i can see i see what rad's totally talking about in that regard man um advice for people i guess you know like kind of looking to get in shape and and kind of looking for somebody like yourself to help them through what we're dealing with in COVID. honestly like a lot of the things that i've been dealing with with most of my clients for the past well let's say year and a half really um is is like more the mental health aspect like everyone's you know oh, like they're stuck inside or they're doing this or whatever you know so like even through the lockdowns i said to my clients i'm like okay like don't worry about losing weight like put that on pause for a minute right like if that was their goal right worry about maintaining where you're at right now so that we're not bouncing back from something really really difficult to get out of do you know what i mean so at the end of the day something's better than nothing right yeah. like you know uh i know through the first part of the lockdown they're like you know oh, you can't go outside you can't go to parks it's like well, okay well i can do an ab workout on my floor at home or something yeah. like that do you know what i mean i can do like a body weight workout you know the movement is medicine Right. And a lot of the time, you, most people day to day are at a desk job and they're you know, sitting there hunched over on the computer, or whatever. And they go home and they drive like this. Like, you know, yeah. you're just consistently in bad uh, positions with your body. So the more you can get moving and just like be up and doing something, right? Like your body's going to feel that. It's going to yeah. adjust from it. It's going to get healthier, you know? So that's, that's really it is, is, you know, just keep going, keep doing something, keep working towards something. 
And especially if you can find something that you enjoy, right? Like for a lot of the time there in the first lockdown before I really started investing in like my home gym, my weights, and which was mm-hmm. really difficult to do. Like even just not even just price, but getting a hold of weights. Yeah. Like it was difficult, man. Like I opened my gym in November and I was trying to order all my equipment for October and that was a nightmare. They're like, oh, well, we don't know when we're going to have this stuff. I'm like, oh, man, like, you know what I mean? So, you know, but before I did that, it was all I had was a heavy bag and some gloves. You know, you, you do that, you do push-ups, yeah. like five minutes on the bag, hard as you can, on the ground, doing mm-hmm. some push-ups and sit-ups, doing something like that, right? Yeah. You know, be, be creative. Exactly like you said. Yeah, exactly. And there's so many trainers right now, whether it's, you know, whether it's me or somebody else, like I'm looking at doing an online component at some point soon too, just for time's sake. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, there's always something online, like the industry has gotten so huge in the last 10 years that you you know there's next if you've got an internet connection there's next to no excuse for you to not yeah. find something to do do you know yeah. what i mean and everybody so, seems pretty helpful too like you reach out to somebody yeah. and like people are pretty helpful and willing to be like no you got to do this this and this and that's really good advice instead of you know putting too much in your place just kind of focus on what you kind of in not getting worse and that's then it, right yeah very good advice so that's man. the thing like i think i think of personal training as you know um if there's probably a lot of combat athletes watching this and you know, ex-athletes whatever you ever been to a physio right physiotherapist you know they yeah. do that treatment whatever at the end of it they give you a sheet it's got about 500 different things on yeah. it and like here go do all of these in your own yeah. time and you look at that and you go well that's too many i'm not going to do it right that yeah. same sort of concept is applied when you know like a trainer will give someone okay go do fix this 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 and this all at once Everyone, will f- whoa, that's that's too much. I can't do yeah. that, right? Focus on one little thing at a time, right? And as yeah. the improvement comes, you know, take up more challenges. You know, work at it like that. First, so good, there's very few that. people that can, yeah. There's very few people that can fix twelve different things in one shot, right? It's yeah. doable, but it's not common. So yeah, well, it's even like martial arts. You see people come in all the time. They're like, oh, I want to be really good, and it's like, man, like fuck, <laughs> it takes a long time. To yeah, really yeah, good, exactly, right? Like, exactly, right. Know? So. It's funny because a lot of my clients, uh, you know, the you know uh, ex athletes and or, or business execs, like that kind of thing, and those sort of people are really perfectionist. And the one thing that they're not perfect at in their own head is fitness and working out and whatever. So it's mm-hmm. funny watching, especially if I try to teach them Muay Thai, like, oh, I did that wrong, and they get really deep and, and dark about it. And it's like, no, like relax, like, yeah. you yeah. know, it's gonna take time to improve on this. Like, you know, yeah. I'm here for a reason. I'm not here because exactly. you're already where you need to be, right? Yeah. So put the time. Yeah. And you're going to get better. That's it. That's exactly. it, right? For yeah. sure. You know, no, that's good. That's really good advice. And and I, I couldn't agree more, man. And, you know, find people like yourself who are willing to help others and, and people who are knowledgeable and, and can you get you to that next level, whether you're an athlete, yeah. whether you're a regular person or not, man. And, and I think I'm so happy that you are opening uh, a facility. Where is the facility going to be? In Dartmouth? So I'm, yeah, it's in Dartmouth. I'm on 100 Main Street now. Uh, so where Panda Buffet is at the top of Main Street, I'm in the unit just above it. Uh, it actually used to be a gym uh, that's since gone under. And so I'm, I'm taking over some of that space there now. So it should be good and right. set up. We've got a turf. We're going to have uh, like three or four hanging heavy bags. All my strength equipment that I've got here, it's all going to be there. There's, there's not a whole lot I can't do when it comes to training with the, the courses and the education yeah. that I've taken and that sort of stuff too, right? And a lot of the, uh, like a lot of my clients don't ever have to go to physio, you know, they go to a Cairo every once in a while if they need mm-hmm. to, but like I do fascia stretch therapy, I can do cupping, I can do you know, soft tissue blading, stuff like that. Like 
you know, you need to be fixed. You can come see me. You need to get strong. You come see me. You know, you want to do kickboxing, whatever it is, come see me. You know what I mean? So all it's, in one. it's really nice to be able to do all of that stuff for somebody, right? Yeah, so, it is, man. Yeah. It is. AussieFit.ca. Yeah. That's it. All right, buddy. Perfect. Well, Good I appreciate it. Any final shout outs you want to give before uh, we get going? um i'm i'm good um yeah i don't think i have a whole lot else to say you know other than i guess everybody who's sort of waiting on fights like i know my opponent justin he's probably going to watch this at some point you know i'm hoping that at some point we get to get in the cage get to make it happen you know i've been been waiting for a while to get this you know he was actually on the card that yeah. my my opponent backed out on so i got to see that which was pretty cool you know i'm, I'm looking forward to actually being able to just compete man like I haven't played, I didn't play rugby last season. I've been focusing on this a lot more. I haven't actually competed in anything since, you know, before COVID. Yeah. So it's getting, I'm, I'm just, the athlete in me is like ready to, to do something. You know what I mean? Yeah. So well, hopefully June 26th, man, we're looking to keep all these same fights. Everybody who's shown Sounds the dedication good. to kind of work with us. So that's, that's the plan still, as long as everybody's still willing to do it. So. Wicked. All right, buddy. Well, there you go, folks. Uh, Alex reached out to him, uh, AussieFit.ca, a great guy, uh, a, a super talented trainer and uh, a talented martial artist. He'll probably be on FLA, too, if all works out. Fingers crossed. And uh, all right, buddy. Thanks for joining us. Awesome. Thank you so much. There you have it. Thanks for joining us, folks. Uh, another fantastic episode of FLA Exposure. Uh, I've been chatting with Alex for quite some time here. Uh, again, he's a, he's been a great supporter of FLA and uh, just kind of a pleasant guy to deal with. So make sure you get out there, check him out, AussieFit.ca. Uh, check out his new gym. Check him out online. Uh, any questions you do have, reach out to him. Again, 22 years old and, and super smart and uh, willing to help. So get out there. Be kind. Everybody out there working on the front lines, thanks. Keep doing what you're doing, keeping us all safe. Lots of love. We'll see you soon, folks. Be good. Hey.